Welcome to The Vow, Voice of Women. Our mission has always been about empowering women through the sharing of real-life stories. When women create a community through the journey of sharing, we gain empathy, forgiveness, and perspective. We encourage you to open your heart to receive today's story. for our guest today. I had uh, a brief um, interview with Brooke about, what was it, probably in November. I'm sitting here today with Brooke Fielding. Brooke, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited and very honored to be here today. Uh, Well, let's just get into this. So we're honored to have you here. You are the 2024 Calgary Stampede Princess. From starting your journey in equestrian at eight with your pony rebel to representing rodeos and earning a Bachelor of Commerce degree. Your story is a blend of passion and achievement. As the office manager at a veterinary clinic in Cochrane, she seamlessly combines business acumen and dedication to animal welfare. Join us as we explore Brooke's journey from the arena to the veterinary clinic, from international equestrian arenas to her family's acreage in Water Valley. This is a story balancing diverse passions and embodying the Western spirit. And it's we're in Calgary, so this is so appropriate. So can you share with us your journey into the world of equestrian sports, starting from when you were eight years old with your pony rebel? Yes, so I first started as a little girl, seven, eight years old, um, taking riding lessons at the local stable, which was about 10, 15 minutes from my house. And from there, I really fell in love with horses. And kind of as any little girl, I I begged my mom and dad for a pony. And Rebel Rebel really was that pony for me. He was this perfectly white, pure white pony that um, I grew up riding and started to show with. Um, And as I kind of reflect back, there has been four really incredible horses in my life. Um, Rebel was the start. Um, Sophie was was a rescue horse that, that taught me a lot. And then Savvy and Spirit, and I'll, I'll get into a little bit more about and talk about those horses, but they were they were incredible and they were instrumental in my, my journey as uh, an equestrian in this sport. So when you were eight, were you living on uh, your property in Water Valley at that time? We were actually in Bragg Creek. So we've been, we've moved a little bit all over the province, but we started in Bragg Creek and then, then my parents moved up to our acreage in Water Valley where we, where we got the horses. I just ask because my daughter Ophelia is 10 and she just started riding lessons at a stable that is an hour from our house to the stable. <laughs> and she's had about four or five lessons and she is hooked. And so I'm a little nervous because we live in the inner city of Calgary, but when you see your 10-year-old daughter fall in love with a sport and an animal, you know, I can only imagine your parents probably could not say no to you as we cannot say no to ours. So it's, it's going to be interesting. So how did your involvement in the Canadian Pony Club and experiences at international arenas like Spruce Meadows shape your passion for sportsmanship and your connection with the equine partners? So Pony Club was a really incredible experience for me as a kid. As soon as 
we started with Rebel. Um, we, we joined the Cochrane Pony Club division. And from there, it was riding once or twice a week and also getting an education portion of it. We would sit down with a group of four or five other kids who were in, in the club in, in the same division, and we would learn about equine nutrition. We would learn about veterinary care for the horses. We would learn about how to properly saddle them and take care of our tack, and we learned all of this. And what that really did for me as, as a child was it, it helped me get my foundation. And then from there, um, I was able to move into, move up in the ranks of show jumping. And that's kind of where my, my second horse, Sophie, comes in. And she was, she was a, a rescue horse that our family took on. And I got to go to Spruce Meadows with her. And it was kind of an underdog story. She, um, she would go into that ring against 30, 40 other horses. And we had such an incredible bond. Um, and we were able to win a few championships. So wow. she was she was an amazing horse in my life and has taught me a lot. And so did you have to train Sophie, you know, because it does like as a rescue horse, you know, I think of a rescue dog. Um, oftentimes not trained, little stubborn, might have some issues. Uh, so what was Sophie like when you got her and did you have to train her into this, you know, champion? Absolutely, absolutely. She was so she she came from a family friend that um, wasn't able to take care of her anymore. And once um, she kind of came into our home, we spent, I spent hours with this horse, um, training with her, working. She was terrible at trailer and getting on the trailer, so we spent hours together. And um, it was a bond like no other. I knew this horse inside out, and she knew me, and, and it was kind of love, love at first sight. <laughs> well, I think it's safe to say that you, <clears throat> excuse me, you know your way around a horse. Like from, and at the Pony Club, what I'm happy that you shared is it wasn't just about riding a horse. It was about, you know, it sounds like taking care of them, their diet, like, you know, all of the different parts of a horse. So you really um, had a really a good introduction into what maybe the rest of your life might look like being around these horses. Absolutely. It definitely gave me, I'd say, the foundation of where I'm headed today in my career. Which is a veterinary, at the veterinarian clinic, and you want to be a veterinarian. Is that is that where you want this to go? Absolutely. It was definitely learning about horses from a young age and realizing that this deep, deep passion that I had could could turn into a career and a lifestyle for me. So. And then you'll, so can you specialize then in like equine, you know, vet, being an equine veterinarian, is that? Absolutely, it's, I'm, I'm not 100% sure which avenue I'm going to go down, but there definitely is the opportunity to go into equine veterinary medicine and work specifically with horses. Well, that must be really exciting to know where you want to go and, and that it's, you know, really working with your passion. In 2018, you were part of the Calgary Stampede Show Riders, traveling throughout Alberta with a team of 16 girls. Can you tell us about some memorable moments from that experience? Absolutely. So it was, I originally started in Pony Club, which was English riding, and joining the Calgary Stampede Show Riders, they're, they're a youth development program with girls with their own horses and they travel all throughout Alberta and internationally for the Calgary Stampede. And it was, it was my first introduction to the Stampede really, and being around these incredible girls who I really thought as role models, um, because I, it was my first introduction to Western riding, and that's kind of where my, 
my my lovely horse Spirit comes into this, and he was our very our family's very first Western horse. Um, and he traveled with me all throughout Alberta, and we even had the opportunity to go down into the States with this team to Cheyenne, um, to one of the really big rodeos down there, one of the big five rodeos um, for the Frontier Days. So that was incredible. Yeah, that must have been an amazing experience. It was incredible. And, and getting to meet other young women who were in the exact same position as me was amazing. So you started out in English, then you went to Western, and for our listeners who may have no previous experience in the ranching community, what is the difference between English and Western riding? So I'd say the biggest difference between them is, is the tack and the equipment. Um, in English, you have a little bit smaller of a saddle, um, and for Western, you have the little bit bigger saddles with the horn, because traditionally in Western, you're working with cattle or in a rodeo setting, whereas English, you're working more in an arena or potentially jumping setting. So a little bit different venues as well for these um, two different styles of riding. Now, you have a very rich life right now with uh, your work, uh, being crowned the Stampede Princess. How often, you know, if I asked you this week, are you getting on a horse this week at all? Or is this something that kind of gets kind of put on the side while you, you know, you're going through this process? No, not at all. The horses are incredibly important to this program. I'm, I'm going out this week to ride our royalty horses and I, I cannot wait. Um, we have a new boy in the works that I'm super excited about. And I was actually just at my parents' place in Water Valley this weekend, riding and spending time with my own horses. So it's a, it's a bond that uh, I don't let slip at all. Well, in the process, like this just didn't, you didn't just put in an application and someone said, you're a great rook. I mean, I had the privilege of being a silent judge and, and it is quite a process that you go through. And so when you found out you won, and um, your parents and your family found out that you won. What were some like? What was that like for you? It was. I think it was an overwhelming moment of excitement, and I kind of I knew in that moment that my life was going to change, and it was going to change in so many incredible ways that maybe at the time I did I didn't realize. Um, and it was incredible having that support from my family and then from my community as well. Um, when I went home that, that night, just, just sitting there and thinking about kind of where my life was gonna, was gonna go. I picture it almost being like, you know, you're crowned Miss Universe and you, you know, go around the world or Miss USA. I mean, your life really does change because for the next year and even after that succession, uh, you know, you have this huge involvement in really a historic event um, that is just so huge for our community and our city. And so share with me maybe one thing that you're really excited about and one thing that you're nervous about. I'm, I'm gonna say I cannot wait. Obviously I cannot wait for the 10 days of Stampede. They are going to be incredibly action-packed and the amount of people that I'm going to get to meet, um, whether they're visiting from all around the world or they're a local coming to enjoy the stampede yet again. I, I can't wait to make those connections with people and be able to kind of spread 
my enthusiasm for for this lifestyle. I I love. I grew up with the stampede since I was a little little girl watching the parade and watching the horses go by, and I was really enthralled. So to be able to share that now is is a dream. It's a dream come true for me, and I can't wait. Um, I do have to say, as a, as a young woman learning this, because this is a youth development program, um, there is a lot of training that goes into it, and I'm very excited for that because the public speaking is going to be very exciting, but a little bit nerve nervous for me <laughs> to get up on a stage in front of thousands of people. But I'm really excited because I have an incredible committee behind me that's uh, that's helping me. Well, I heard your impromptu speech uh, that night when I was there, and there is no doubt in my mind that you're going to do just fine. I mean, there wasn't thousands of people in the crowd, but there was a lot of people, and you you did just a really beautiful job. As someone who has represented the Airdrie Pro Rodeo as royalty and served as a part of the Calgary Stampede, Ranch Riders, what does it mean to you to be a part of such iconic events in the rodeo world? Absolutely. So these are both the Airdrie Pro Rodeo and the, the Calgary Stampede Ranch Girls have given me sort of the confidence as a young woman to, to really be a role model for other young women um, and to display confidence and hard work um, and really showcase that. So I'm, I'm excited for that and I'm excited to be able to really foster those deep relationships with, with other women in this industry. Mm -hmm. Do you find, you know, like, okay, let's pick, I picture you with your girlfriends giddy on a Friday night, whether you're in a stable or you're at a restaurant or whatever you're doing. And so is there a shift that you have to go through kind of as the, the rodeo stampede princess? Because now it's this very professional, I mean, when you walked in, you were the most, like, you're so beautiful and your outfit, I wish our listeners could see but you have to be this really put together young woman. And so is there like a shift that you have to go through, like a mindset shift? I, I definitely think when I get dressed in the morning and I put put on the hat and when, when I put on this crown, there is a long legacy and history of women that I am representing. And it is, it is a huge honor and it is a huge, um, responsibility that I take mm. that I do take very seriously and I'm excited to continue that legacy in in every event I attend uh, well Brooke you're gonna do such a beautiful job I'm excited to see the next year and how it unfolds for you so beyond your equestrian pursuits you earned a Bachelor of Commerce degree from the Haskane School of Business impressive how do you blend your business knowledge with your dedication to animal welfare in your role as the office manager at a veterinary clinic in, in Cochrane? And are you having to take a break from that? So I, my business background was a very instrumental foundation in, in helping me get to, to where I am right now. Um, I've taken a lot of my training in finance, in operations, um, to be able to apply that to my daily job um, as the office manager at this veterinary clinic. And I really did grow with this business. Um, I was there from the first day it opened and really wow. <laughs> being able to um, provide that customer service and that that one-on-one -on -one interactions with clients and, and animals. And it's really 
shaped now into this role, um, being able to interact with people on the day-to-day -day, um, and getting to meet those new people. And I, I will say I, I'm very excited. Stampede will, it'll get pretty busy for me in the next, probably the four months of summer will be very busy. So I, my work has been very supportive and they will, I will be stepping away a little bit. Um, to focus on on Stampede, but I will be right back to the clinic um, after this year. Oh, well, that's so nice you have a, a supportive employer because this is such a big deal in your life and it's going to, like you said, it's really going to change your life. So for them to support that vision and that journey for you says a lot about them as a clinic as well. So as mentioned, your future goal is to attend veterinary school. So what inspired you to pursue a career in veterinary medicine? And how do you envision combining your passion for animals with your academic and professional pursuits? Absolutely. So I, going back to Pony Club, and it really all started with Rebel, um, having that opportunity to have my first pony and really getting that educational training from a program um, as a young child. There was there was different levels and there was testing that was required. So it was it was pretty intense. Um, you definitely had to study and learn about horses, learn about veterinary medicine. And I think that was really where my love for for animals came in there and my love for wanting to take care of them. I saw it as a, a really big passion and then it, uh, the ability to create a career out of that. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm I'm really excited and I do hope to attend hopefully the University of Calgary with their um, relatively new veterinary program. Um, they've just recently expanded it as well. So oh, I didn't realize this. So when they, like, can you tell us about that? Like what, when they expanded, so they have, they have a program. So when you say they've expanded it, what does that mean? Yes, so in the veterinary field, there was, I believe, 50 seats at the University of Calgary for new veterinary students. Uh -huh. And they have recently um, received funding and they've been able to expand it to 100 seats. Wow. So now doubling the program and the amount of veterinarians um, that we're going to see in the next couple of years. So it's, it's a really big, um, exciting leap Absolutely. For, for the industry. Well, and probably really needed because I think, you know, doctors in general, human doctors, <laughs> uh, there's a shortage of. So I can only imagine with growth in the city and our net migration also means people will have more animals. Absolutely. <laughs> Which means there's a greater need for vets. So that's good news all around for you and for the population. So some of the other activities you enjoy are skiing, surfing, and working out. How do these hobbies complement your busy schedule and do they influence your perspective on equestrian sports or how you work in the veterinarian field? <laughs> so skiing and surfing and working out, these are all very high intensity outdoor activities um, and they're very similar to the mental capacity that you have to think about in veterinary medicine um, or in, in royalty here too. Um, but what I really love about them is it, it gives me that ability to, to get outside into nature. Um, and I do do these activities with really my close friends and family. So it gives me that opportunity to, to have that one-on-one -on -one bond with them um, and spend some quality time with them. Uh, when I'm when I'm not uh, doing royalty or, or working. <laughs> well, that sounds wonderful. We were just skiing yesterday, and it was plus eight degrees with our daughters. Beautiful. So it was like literally spring skiing. We took off some of our clothes because it was so warm. Okay, I have to ask, these outfits that you get to wear throughout the rest of Stampede, I mean, I've... I've, you know, very closely watched uh, last year's Stampede Princess. 
there ha you must be like very excited that you get to wear all of this beautiful clothing. <laughs> it's it's incredible. I I feel so confident um, and I love being able to showcase beautiful pieces of artwork and and fashion yes. um, and being able to display that to other young women. It is it's incredible um, and I feel beautiful every day where getting to wear these. Outfits. I was just going to say you must it must really give you this like when you were able to wear that that many beautiful pieces of clothing, it must really help the, or give you this sense of confidence when you walk out the door and on the stage. Is that historically, has that always been provided to the Stampede Princess? Absolutely, yes. Um, the traditional, like, Western style has always been, um, like, an iconic part mm -hmm. of, of the royalty and being able to showcase that fashion. Um, and it's actually a really big part of when, when we greet new people and meet new people from all around the world that visit the Stampede, they always love to learn about our traditional outfits that we wear. So the fashion is a very big part of the, of the royalty program. So mm -hmm. it's an honor to, to get to wear to get to wear this traditional yes. outfit. It's like a nice added perk. <laughs> Can you share with us um, maybe a favorite memory that you have of a trail ride on your family's acreage in Water Valley? And how does the connection, we briefly talked about being in nature, but how does the, the connection with nature impact your life? Absolutely. So I would actually say not relaxing at all, but as as a young child, my um, my sisters and I, we would we would take our horses, and we had Sophie was was a thoroughbred. Um, so anyone who's a little bit familiar with horses, that's one of the ones you might see on the racetrack. So they're pretty fast. They're pretty light horses that love to run. Um, and my sisters had some as well too. So we would actually all line up on our parents, kind of the big field. And we would race each other. We would. We would. Oh my gosh! Um, and we, you would have, we would have the dogs going too, running with us, and the, the horses would just take off. And they're they're very competitive too. Horses love to compete, and they love to be the fastest. Um, so when I really think back to like, childhood memories um, at my parents' place, though, that that comes to mind. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, and and probably a little bit of that competitive spirit. I'm I'm sure you still have today. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> which is good. You need that, especially to get to be the the Calgary Stampede Princess. So let's chat about your crowned. You have this position, this very important role as 2024 Calgary Stampede Princess. What are some of the responsibilities that you take on and how do you plan to contribute to providing a welcoming and inclusive experience for all Stampede visitors? Absolutely. So as, as a young woman who gets to like, have this platform and this voice, I'm, I'm really excited to be able to just share my enthusiasm and my excitement for, for the Western, the lifestyle and this the values that come with it, there it's it's very important, like the confidence that comes with young women um, and showing hard work, being able to showcase this, um, and then being able to to meet people from all around the world and really spread that that friendly, warm, welcoming face. People are going to be visiting not just for the ten days of Stampede, but but all throughout the year, um, and I'll get the opportunity to speak with them. That's really it, it's a it's a place for me to be able to, to share this love of the, of the lifestyle. And so what are some of the responsibilities um, that you have as the Stampede Princess? I know that you have um, certain functions and events that you have to be at, but maybe share with us, because I, 
I don't think that our audience and I have a little bit of a snapshot into it, but it is a, it is a very big commitment. So if we take say you know a, a week or a month at a time, what are some of the things that you're you're going to be doing in our city? Absolutely. So I get to to travel all throughout Alberta. So I'll be attending rodeos and parades um, and events of Western background and heritage. Um, so and I'm showcasing like the values of Stampede and Western hospitality. Um, and I'll also get to showcase that hopefully in an international um, perspective as well. So traveling throughout the world to to spread the Stampede spirit. Um, so I'm really excited for that. And there will be a lot of different function and events that I will do, formal greetings and um, speaking to different audiences about um, Western heritage. Mm -hmm. And so do you work closely then with the Indigenous Stampede Princess as well? Are you guys doing events together? I do. Margaret, Princess Margaret Holloway um, and I will spend the next year working sort of as this very close duo. Um, she She's representing the indigenous culture um, and Elbow River Camp and I am representing like Western heritage and values. So we're both going to be able to spend the next year showcasing that to um, to everyone that's visiting. Oh, and she is so sweet, Margaret. She's oh, wonderful. She's, she's amazing. I'm so excited. And you guys are going to be a dynamic duo for sure. So collaborating with First Nations Princess Margaret Holloway, you form a dynamic duo, spreading the Western spirits and hospitality. So this partnership, how do you see this impacting the cultural representation at the Calgary Stampede and beyond? Absolutely. So she, so she is very much representing um, the Indigenous culture and, and Elbow River Camp. Um, and I am getting to represent like Western values um, and heritage. So we, together, the two of us really complement each other um, and form that really strong bond that I hope we can continue to in the future um, and sort of spread that throughout our communities. And so which, um, actually, I just cut that out, sorry, what I was just about to ask. In what ways do you aim to inspire young individuals who might be interested in pursuing both academic and equestrian paths, given your background in business and your passion for horses? Absolutely. So for me, I have a really strong passion for horses, um, but I think my encouragement is there is taking education and using it as a tool to to really follow whatever your passion is. So for for young women listening to this or for for youth, it's really taking using education as a tool to to follow your passion. I was in university. I was a teaching assistant um, for an entrepreneurship class. And I, I loved working with students on whatever they were passionate about and finding different avenues to, to pursue that. Um, so that's really, I'm, I'm hoping to inspire other young women and, and young youth to do the exact same. Oh, well, I think you're just a beautiful role model, Brooke, for, for the Stampede and to be able to accomplish that goal. How do you envision the Calgary Stampede Princess role as a platform to promote not just the event, but also the value of Western spirits and inclusivity in the broader community? Absolutely. So this platform gives me an incredible opportunity to speak not only to, to youth, but going into schools. I was just in um, the Stampede School where children get to, get to experience Stampede for a week. Um, and it's really a platform to sort of speak to 
Western values and, and what that is. And for for me, it's it's showing confidence and showing hard work and determination um, and being able to inspire young children um, and really anyone visiting the Calgary Stampede um, to do the exact same. So I'm, I'm really using this as a, a chance to, to spread that happiness mm -hmm. and that excitement. And was there any catalyst in your decision um, to go after being the Calgary Stampede Princess? Was it a family member, a friend? Was it because you had followed kind of that lifestyle for many years on TV and looked up to the girls? What was the catalyst in this decision? Because it's a big decision and a daunting one. <laughs> I think for me, my whole life has kind of been slowly building to this. So, so starting in, in the equestrian world with horses um, in English and then slowly doing that transition to the show riders and getting into that Western world. It, it brought me a lot closer to the royalty and it made it an incredible dream that I really wanted to pursue. Um, and my, my parents were very instrumental in it. We attended the Calgary Stampede Parade since I was a little, little girl. So I always saw these incredible women um, and knew one day that I would love to try my try my hand at it and, and try um, to, to get to experience this mm -hmm. and, and be able to be that um, ambassador. Well, and Brooke, I was able to meet all of the contestants, and there was some very fierce competition there. I mean, even being kind of this judge behind the scenes and listening to all of you women, young women speak and how well you spoke and your backgrounds were all so um, enriched in ranching and horses and farming. It was a very difficult decision even as a as a judge and so i commend you because you are very young you're very beautiful you're obviously very accomplished you did have some fierce competition and in the end it was decided that you are the best representation to be the 2024 calgary stampede princess so congratulations i'm very excited it's you and so I, 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 uh, I always like to end with a couple of uh, key questions. And one is, what do you vow to yourself in life? So as the 2024 Calgary Stampede Princess, I really, I truly vow to be, to be true to myself. Um, and to be able to represent this welcoming and inclusive atmosphere um, to inspire other young women um, to kind of fearlessly pursue whatever their passions are in life. Um, I truly love Western, Western heritage and horses, um, but I really hope to inspire other, other young women to do the exact same in what they are passionate mm -hmm. about. Well, I think that's where that inclusivity, inclusivity comes in because uh, you being a role model for a lot of these young women, they may not have the opportunity of getting on a horse or that experience growing up, which has been a big part of your life and why you're here, but they may have other passions if they live in the inner city of Calgary or they live on an acreage outside. And so I, I love that you pointed that out because being the Stampede Princess isn't just about being a role model for other young women to be Stampede Princesses. It's a role model to, um, like you said, you used your education, your background, but you pursued something that was your passion. And I think that that's such a beautiful message for our youth of today. We always like to spotlight a charity of choice. Is there a charity that you would like to spotlight today? 
Absolutely. So I work very closely in my job with um, two really incredible animal rescues. Um, so Fostering Hope Rescue and Rescue Friends. And they work with animal, or dogs and cats. Um, and to even just being able to provide donations, blankets, food, anything like that makes the world of a difference. And I've, I've met the people behind these rescues and they're truly incredible. Um, and the work that they do is very selfless. Oh, well, thank you so much, Brooke. I, I, when you mentioned the, the two non for, or two charities that brought, um, pause for change to my mind because I did puppy yoga. Oh. <laughs> have you ever heard of puppy yoga? I have. Oh my gosh, I took my two daughters there and let's just say in an hour, I think there might have been two minutes of actual yoga and there was 13 puppies and I joked and said if we hadn't been leaving to Maui two weeks later, we would have come home with one of these <laughs> rescue puppies because it was so fun and then Nikki and her sister went to do puppy yoga. So if you have never done puppy yoga, so I'm very happy to hear it was a, a charity, two charities that have, uh, have to do with animals. <laughs> well, Brooke, I'm just so honored that you took the time to be here today. I know you have a very busy schedule coming up, so I'm so happy that we were able to meet and I was able to get to know you a little bit better. And I'm so excited to air this episode to let all of our listeners and new listeners uh, understand a little bit about how you got to be the 2024 Calgary Stampede Princess in your role and you're just you're gonna kill it girl I know you are so thank you <laughs> no thank you so much for having me this has been an absolute pleasure and I'm so excited Thank you for listening to The Vow, Voice of Women. We hope that this episode has inspired you. If you want more information on The Vow, visit our website at voiceofwomen.ca. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us spread the stories.